ASMR of decline. We're gonna whisper to you in wonderful whisper voices. I think we're gonna make this is our second ASMR episode. Yeah, we've done one of these before. Yeah. Because we're we're out of bits, we're out of routines. We just uh, we just do things over and over again, expecting them to be different. Which is like that cliched version of what insanity is like. But in my experience, insanity is more like you're shitting on your brother's doorstep at 12 a.m. You know, crying, howling like a wolf in the moon. Asking why, why doesn't your wife love me? Why does she love you, who looks exactly like me but has a cool scar? And you don't even, but the thing is, you don't even have a brother. You don't have, it's not your brother, no. You don't even have a brother at all, or a wife. No one, no, and they, your brother doesn't have a wife, you don't have a wife. No. You're not, in fact, you're not shitting on that doorstep at all. Correct. You're rescuing the president. The president, and the president, the president of the United States is famous rapper da Baby. Yes, the president of the United States is famous rapper da Baby, and you have to rescue him. To rescue the baby, you have to jump in front of the bullet for the baby. The bullet. Oh, is that is that the is that the bad guy? The bullet. The bad guy is the bullet. Yes, okay. you have to jump in front of the bullet. He shoots bullets out of his guns. Out of his gun. Out of his guns. Can you speak up a little? Can we both speak up? No. Okay. No. 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 Come we have to do this. We gotta speak up. We gotta speak up we gotta eventually. Speak up. We gotta speak up about the baby who we just listened to today right. for the first time because we're old men. Okay. Yeah, we played two seconds of the baby. Apparently, didn't he get in trouble for being homophobe? <laughs> a little, he was a little homophobic. Welcome to the show. It's health decline. Uh, that was not the baby. That was not the baby. Who no, was that? that was um, three six mafia. It was three six mafia. Oh, is that the popped collar song? Popping my collar. I think you referenced that earlier when you were talking about that used to be a thing that was cool, and then it became associated with white guys. Do we talk about that? I have no idea. Yeah, I think we've talked about mm. I think we've talked about Maybe not on the show. Maybe well, just casually in real life. We're a day late, but a day late is better than a week gone. Yeah. Or what is the saying? A day late is better than a... Um... Day late is better than a dollar short is what they always say. Ah, uh, okay. Sounds good. That's what they say. A day late is better than two in the bush, you know. Two in the bush. Yeah. And one in the stink. Yeah. Two in the bush and one in the stink. The old Australian line. Yeah. We know who that's they based on. Two in the bush and one in the stink. <laughs> Crocodile go. Dundee. Yeah. Now we're killing abos. Two in the ocean, one in the stink. And now it's abo killing time. (laughs) Are you using a slur? That's, I'm sure that's a horrible slur. Don't use that slur. (laughs) 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 You're gonna, you're getting called out. I'm gonna get it. That's bad. Shouldn't do that. I, I, I guess I was subconsciously referencing the Bruce's, the Monty Python Bruce's sketch where they say that. Oh, well, you know, John Cleese is... They also say Is that, uh... Is that a, is that another slur for Aboriginal people? Yeah, you shouldn't call them that. No, but that's what racist Australians call them. Really, Poofter? Yeah, I thought no, it... no, Poofter's gay. Poofter's oh, gay people. Okay, is in the Bruce sketch they go no Poofters, going no Poofters over and over. Those are the rules. That's that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. For what? What is the rule for what? Um, oh, they're, they're, it's uh, the the premise of the sketch is it's an Australian philosophy department, and a guy is all the all the members of the philosophy <laughs> department are named Bruce, and they're wearing hats with corks dangling from them, and they're so, and they're going over the rules of the department is rule one no pufters. So know. the joke two, is no pufters. The yeah. Australians are bigots. Is the joke? They're Australian. They're homophobic. Yeah, huh. and they're drunk. And but they're also talking about Wittgenstein because that was a. A feature of Monty Python's comedy is, look at all the things we learned at Cambridge. Okay, we learned yeah. a lot of funny things at Cambridge. I bet you they don't understand Wit- Wittgenstein. No, no Jim, one can. No, no <laughs> one gets Wittgenstein. He was no crazy one gets on, him like me. He was crazy on purpose. The dude just wanted to be left alone in garden. Everyone was like, oh, but you're so smart. Uh, he was he was like Ian Curtis, you know? Yeah, he was. If if he had if he had the constitution for suicide, he would have done it in as cool of a way as Ian Curtis did. I think he tried. 
He tried? Probably. Yeah, but he, Wittgenstein, you know, he doesn't seem, Wittgenstein oh, I doesn't seem some, like is the follow through. I found music you know? that we can play on the um, pod, by the way. More than one or two seconds. You, you, this you this found... a Russian guy named Yegor Letov. He's oh, mentioned yeah. in Adam Curtis. Okay. But the reason we can play it is because the music was like distributed through Samizdat on tapes and shit in the mm-hmm. in the early eighties, so there's no way it's copyrighted mm-hmm. in the United mm-hmm. States. It's commie it's commie music. All right. Of course it sounds pieces. horrible. Really? It sounds well, I'll like be the yeah. judge of that. Yeah. And basically the, the lyrics are like, my life sucks so much. I have no food. I'm eating. This is folk punk. I'm it's eating just my Russian neighbors because I have no food. Yeah. <laughs> there will be a McDonald's at Gorky Park. I love I the oligarchs. The I hope they come. Do you think there's a, there's no Hooters in Russia, is there? Yeah, how much, I bet you there is a Hooters in Russia. What is the Russian equivalent to Hooters? Ha, there, do you think there's a Russian equivalent? Um, uh, Google, is there Hooters in Russia? Uh, <laughs> Google's typing right now. Let's see. Coursehero.com. Hooters in That's Russia not. Part 3. Okay. Apparently there is a Hooters in Russia. Okay, so this or is we- coursehero.com. This is a, a I found a PowerPoint on whether or not Hooters is a viable business in Russia. Agenda. <laughs> okay. Market assessment, yeah. basic needs, financial, economic, political, legal, sociocultural, competitive, mode of entry. Right. Okay. Hooters would not fall under a basic need for humans other than it does provide food. However, is there a desire for an American style esports no not esports, sports bar with scantily clothed servers? Russia is mm-hmm. number one in the world in alcohol spending. Russian culture is deeply rooted in sports. They don't like talking about sex, but they like being sexy. And they have a binge drinking culture. So, yes, there okay. is. So, wow. I can't believe I found this whole PowerPoint. So, you, so you're you're be, you're getting pitched on this Hooters in Russia? I think we should start one. You, you think we should start franchising Hooters out in Russia? Yeah. You can buy they do property. have a lot of big titty ladies out there. You can buy property online using Bitcoin. In we Russia. should have Hooters, but it's just like old babushka woman with like gigantic sagging tits. Dude, Hooters in Russia is a, an amazing sitcom idea. <laughs> you would, we would, because the the cast you would get would yes mm-hmm. would be the would be some babushkas, some mm-hmm. really fucked up gnarly people, like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no attractive people because we're making fun of Russia. So, well, it would be funny. Everyone's just uh, horror. It's like Cheers, except everyone is visibly alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, welcome, Hooters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have wings. <laughs> Have wings. <laughs> she just says have have wings over yeah. have wings for some reason in in English they say have wings because well, like, this is being pitched right. to no. an American audience well, this Hooters is like a big is, bang theory show. part of Hooters is having in Russia Hooters part of Hooters yeah. in Russia is having the American experience yeah so yeah have wings yeah that's how we talk in America yeah <laughs> that's I mean kind of. I I have some wings in my I have some wings in my freezer right now. I'm thinking to myself, have wings. Are you gonna are you gonna microwave those up? No, I'm gonna bake them. Oh, not, gonna... I'm not a charlatan. <laughs> I bake so... my frozen pre-prepared meals. <laughs> you like bake your candy like an adult. <laughs> you know what I'm making tonight, man? Filet mignon. That's, that's right. That's hot. I'm in the that's fucking hot. matrix, man. That's you're you're doing what Cipher was doing. Yes, exactly. It the the meat prices were mm-hmm. insane. Meat prices really good right it, now. Wait, why is that? I thought we were having a supply chain problem. No, no, no. I'm 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 sorry. I meant insane in a bad way. Oh, okay. See, when I use the word insane, it's always in a bad way. Mm. That way, I um stigmatize uh, people yeah. with mental health problems more. Mm-hmm. Right. So I often say things like, that's crazy, when I see an accident or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you'll say, oh, man, that's totally Down syndrome when you see something bad. Oh, uh, hey, now, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a chromosomal type thing. 
And yeah, but their heads ain't right. Okay, you know? but but as far as I know, <laughs> no. other kinds of crazy aren't chromosomal. You got that? Sure, there's lots of chromosomal crazies. Like what? Well. Uh, maybe, hey, maybe maybe it's stuff on the chromosome we just don't know about that makes people crazy. Yeah. I, For example, I have the asshole gene. Yeah. That's like a Dennis Leary bit. Mm. I'm born with the asshole gene, you know? Do his voice. Can you do his Dennis Leary? Nah, I was, I had, I was born with the asshole gene. Nah, they tried to splice it out, but it was too much of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? www.asshole.com uh, he, Well, he might actually punctuate that joke. He might be like, www.asshole.me Because <laughs> mm. that, that is a domain name, me. I, I would like to be like Dennis Leary and get very deliriously angry over nothing and then have people people also mimic that rage. Yeah, I would, I would choose his life over mine. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, you could be I you wouldn't. could be the star of of Rescue Me. I Big would not hit Rescue Me. I would not choose his life. I would not choose it. <laughs> not do your sliding doors with Dennis Leary. I would not, not do your Freaky Friday with Dennis Leary. I love my life. If I switch bodies with Dennis Leary, I think I'd probably. He's an old guy by now. I wonder what he's doing. I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> he's What's probably doing guesting right in like um, like high quality TV shows every so often, taking a big. He's payday. probably on some like Roku original that you haven't heard of. Mm -hmm. It's called like Tom's Farm, and he plays an angry farmer guy named Tom, presumably. And there, and it's like Hope Core. It's it's like Squee Core, Hope Core. It's uh, I, you're kind of describing a show that's out right now. I think it's called Yellowstone. Yellowstone is a farm-based Hope Corps show? Well, I believe it may not be Hope Corps, but I think okay. it's it's farm and wilderness-based and conservative people are really into it, and it's like about... I think it's Dances with Wolves is the main guy, I think. Dances with Wolves? Kevin Costner? Sure. I call him Dances with Wolves. You call him Dances with Wolves, because that's his best role. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I like I call... those movies, like where the white guy becomes the best, the best minority out of all of them, you know, like oh, Dances with Wolves right. or Last of the Mohicans or Avatar or uh -huh. Glory <laughs> or The Last Samurai. And what? You know, yeah, the... like Glory is like, and wasn't wasn't Ferris Bueller just the best guy for for being the leader of all the black people? He, he was the best guy. Matthew Broderick he, was the he hero was, we deserved. Matthew Broderick is the point of that movie. It, the, the point is that the white man uh, eventually learned. And that's why he's the star of the movie. Yeah. There are no other stars of the movie Glory other than Matthew Broderick. Oh, man. Yegor. Yegor. Yegor came yeah, back. Hi, Yegor. Us through these racist jokes. Yeah. Oh, man. Come on, Yegor. Play something else. He's like the Billy Bragg of Russia. Uh, who's that? Billy Bragg? He's <laughs> he's like an English folk, angry folk punk singer who's like, I was at the docks in the corner and the ladies kissing while Thatcher's beard was in the eyes of the <laughs> demon knight. You know, like lyrical, po uh, angry, at, angry at the Tories. Sounds like, I, so he's like Mark E. Smith. He's, he's commie. Well, no, Marky Smith is. He wasn't really angry at the Tories. He was just angry at everybody. I don't know how how deep you can read into Marky Smith lyrics. They're they're kind of just speed nonsense. You think? A lot of them. You don't think they're you don't think they're anti? I'm sure they're. I mean, all lyrics are laced with meaning, but it's like if laced. you're just doing the thing laced. Who yes. who who, uh, who? What do you mean they laced with lyrics? Like uh, with Alexander meaning. Alexander Shulgin. Like like. Like, like, uh, we lyricists are just in a, in a stupor, and the meaning is, is uh, somehow extrinsically uh, added in at the end by the the, yeah. the audience. I think, yeah, I mean, but that's the good thing about poetry, right? Is that it's kind of easy to generate. You can kind of just let the voice of the voice of creation flow through you. You know, do the whole 
you know, you do the whole free association thing where you just like I can do it right now. Like suffering in the garden, we came across the lilies and we tore the little petals apart. The corners revealed excellent satiety and folding <laughs> forth. I burdened into the stamen like qualities. I was ascended going towards the atmosphere and inhaling a dank solid wave of fortuity and I came across a glimpse of an obnoxious soldier a settler one in the sky you know you can just generate that shit you know and then you can I'm sure it has deep meaning to me in the moment mm. why I'm choosing those words we should do a whole a Folgers pod- cup let's do a whole podcast like that we should do the rest yeah. of the podcast like that just to, yeah Entering an, a solid ball of wilderness, flowing from a cup of golden arches, McDonald's of the sea, McDonald's of the sea, McDonald's come back, come back to me, get a McDouble, get a McRib, listing all the sandwiches at McDonald's, this is poetry, we're listing all the sandwiches at McDonald's, McRib. McChicken. Yeah. Listing all the sandwiches at McDonald's. That's great lyrics, man. Yeah, these are great lyrics. So what so there so there by me listening to it, I have laced it with meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. How's that pizza roll? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuffing into so your face good. right now. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Damn, I am. Hear my chewing sounds. My ASMR chewing sounds. You didn't bring enough pizza around. rolls for the whole podcast. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I wish I could hand you pizza rolls through Zoom. That's uh, the technology we got to get working on is the ability to hand stuff through the screen over Zoom. Yeah, they have that in Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Willy Wonka. See, the cool thing about um, that TV thing in Willy Wonka is it's basically the Star Trek... What's it called? Materializer? What's the thing? The replicator? Yeah. It's basically yeah. a replicator. Yeah. Because, you know, Mike TV hands the chocolate bar through the screen or whatever. He's like, taste the chocolate through the screen. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Roll Doll. They have to transmit a very large chocolate bar. It seems it would be expensive. There'd be a lot of overhead. Every Veterans Day, I always thank Roll Doll the most. Out of any veteran. Because of his spy work? He was shot down in an airplane. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wouldn't he, like... Is he... I, I mean, I guess there's, like, racist elements of his books... Uh, like the Oompa Loompas were originally pygmies in the in the Willy Wonka. And then they changed him to horrible little men. I mean, he changed it. Did he write the movie? No. Did he write the screenplay for the movie? No, but in the book, they're not. They're Oompa Loompas in the book. They're not pygmies in the book. In the, they're described as, as and the original Quentin Blake illustrations, which I think are still in the book, unless they've been edited out. Did they wokeify Willy Wonka like they did Doctor Seuss? You mean the skin tone? We of demand. The, you mean the skin tone of the Oompa Loompas? Uh, yes, that. No, may have but been it, it dark. still it still has this. I, they're depicted as being uh, like light skin, but it's this very. They're an indigenous people that he takes away. They like working. Come yeah. work in my factory. They well, love yeah, to, you know. But it's, like, it's also weird, Willy, you know. Willy Wonka's kind of fucked up. I mean, yeah. he's fucking. He's like ruining children's lives permanently. So, the I, notion I that, like that I think that's I think that's what we need. We need to we need to do body horror to our children in order to yeah order I mean, to he's, set them right. He's like he's committing crimes on children. Yeah. So he probably did go colonize a pygmy island and capture them yeah, all and sure. make them slaves. Yeah. Why not? What if he was like? What if Willy Wonka is really big in Israel? You and know? so and then they in the book they are like he's like yeah and they love it they they love it. And yeah. everyone is kind of like, wow, Willy Wonka is scary. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's like a rich, powerful, insane candy maker. Yes, but like all nice, of the candy makers. you know what? Makers. He's nice to a poor kid. He's nice to the poor kid. So it's basically, I think he's like a class reductionist. And, and this is part of my new paper, uh, Roll <laughs> Dahl, the first post-leftist. <laughs> Beautiful. Everyone will love it. We should do a video essay. It'll Ooh, be great. I'm going to be a bread tube. I'm going to be, be a bread, bread tuber. What if my username and my bread tube name was bread tube? There you go. You'd be the guy. <laughs> Has anyone thought of that before? That's crazy. 
Yes. Then everyone would be saying that, but you just make you you just make baguettes. That's the deal. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, bread tube. Uh, it's a it's a bad place. I mean, it's not a bad place. It's. I think it's fine. I don't know. I I don't watch any of it. I don't care. I watched a ContraPoints video the other day, and I realized I don't care. I don't care about this anymore. This feels like a young person's thing. I'm not a young person anymore. Yeah, like you should Michael be reading Mann's the Financial heat. Times, frankly. Yes, I should be. That's all I should be reading. That's the I only thing you the, need. Hmm. I should be reading the Financial Times and watching old Fred Astaire oh, movies. There hasn't been a new ContraPoints video in five months. Yeah, she's she, she she can rely on that Patreon money to make. I mean, in between, she makes hour and a half videos that get you know millions of views. Yeah, so she's fine. That's crazy. She's fine. She yeah, her last video got four million views. That's, That's nuts. I watched it all. That's nuts. And then I formed a take on it, and I realized I didn't care about it. The one about envy. Yeah. Uh, boring. Yeah. Don't watch it. It just seems like I don't want to watch a movie about um, uh, you talking. But she she literally does. I'm explaining. I'm explaining social concepts with SpongeBob in it. You know, that's the uh, okay. And that's like, I mean, that's a one of the. I forget who made it on Twitter, but someone was making a joke about the worst thing ever could be. It's socialist Kingdom Hearts memes. You know how everybody was doing Sopranos memes and. Mm -hmm. uh, and it became instantly incredibly tiresome and horrible. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so what What could be the worst possible version of that? But there are tons know. of people who do SpongeBob as socialism memes. Uh, you know? Well, you know. Mr. Hey, Krabs is a critique on capitalism. They're all, they're all trying to make a quick buck, you know, make, an easy, make some easy money. So. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I hope that they're taking that money and... Sticking it where the sun don't shine, as they say mm. in socialist circles. That's that's what they say. That's what socialists say. Comrades, they I've come up of... with some approved insults we may use yeah. as jibs and jabs in our DMs, our group DMs. Yeah, we have stopped. You can we say corn cob still? Whoa, I so point love of, it when point of say order. Corn cob. Point of order. You uh, corn cob is related to the the genocide of. <laughs> <laughs> finish that one <laughs> yeah that's 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 what socialists today do excuse mm -hmm. me you cannot use that word it's every dsa meeting. whoa 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 did you did you just say wool i haven't i don't know i haven't had that experience in years about well, yeah, someone you correcting you me got turned off and decided to avoid those people um I guess so, but they don't the like the the most of the socialists I know I don't know in real life I know a I know a variety of people because that's that's what you do you you meet a people with a variety of opinions and you have them as your friends because you like them for extant qualities beyond their political affiliation because that's the way to be normal. You have done this. You have assembled a justice league of. Variable yeah. opinions. Everyone from across the political spectrum. I have my Amish friend. Mm -hmm. uh, I have my uh, I have my Maoist friend. Mm -hmm. I have uh, my Nazi friend. You got to have a Nazi friend That's... if you want to have a well-rounded worldview. Uh, what? Who is that person? <laughs> uh, Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> Madonna. I am friends with Madonna, and she's a Nazi. She's it a turns Nazi. out. She's huh. a nut. Who knew? The song Like a Prayer. The prayer is to get rid of the Jews. Hmm. The song Ray of Light. It's about using some sort of laser weapon to kill the Jews. Oh, we should tell the uh, listeners that we recorded 20 minutes of an episode yesterday. And yeah. that, that content is forever lost to time. Yeah, it's lost to time. Like we, it was, it was great. It was the best thing you've ever heard. Remember, I came up with a character called Harry Gasman. Yeah, Harry Gasman. You did it for twenty. He did a Harry Gasman impression for twenty minutes. Yeah. Now, who is Harry Gasman? You may ask. Yeah. <laughs> well, Harry Gasman. You know, he runs the gas factory. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Gasman runs the gas factory in town. You know. Right. And and what I learned 
was that uh, it's easy to confuse gas creation with inflations, mm -hmm. like like a blowing up of balloons. Yeah, different industry, different, different industries. Yeah, you know that's that's what. And that this material, this incredible material, is lost to time. And you smash the atoms together to make the gas. Mm -hmm. yeah. We smash the atoms to make the gas, and we we talked about the good gas chambers. You know, people right. people were afraid of the bad gas chambers because of the Nazis and such. And you know, which I know about right. because of my Nazi friend Madonna. And you make the pleasing, like pleasing gases with like nice perfumed gases yeah. and helium to make your voice funny, and it's a nice gas chamber. Mm-hmm. And just enough helium, just mm -hmm. enough helium to not kill you. It'd be great if you could change the gravity inside the mm. chamber and you could float with a high voice. Because my idea of like kind of like a perfectly zen type of thing mm. is, I guess, a combination of the isolation chamber tank where you're floating in um, salt water that's you, yeah. body temperature. and Altered state style, yeah. And, and you have, uh, yeah, you know, the foam on the walls so there's no sound and... It mm -hmm. would be cool if there was also helium in there. So when you when you said stuff, it was in a high voice. Because <laughs> yeah. I am at one with my thoughts. <laughs> the universe is flowing through my body. I am nothing, and I feel nothing. I am just an assemblage of protons, and I will go into the ether in as many clicks of an hour. Yeah, that, I think good. I see your. I see that's your point good there. stuff. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think everything would be better. All world events. You could get kids to pay attention in school if the voices are sped up, you yeah. know, like like the chipmunks. I think, you know, it's MLK today. People don't know that speech. But if people heard it uh, really sped up like the chipmunks, it's, I have a dream. OK, um, <laughs> so school in America is a disaster. Is it a disaster in Canada? What do you mean school? It's in in that we don't know whether to put them in or pull them out. Yeah, we keep we keep sticking the kids in and out of the school. Yeah. Being like go to school, stop going to school, go to school, stop going to school. It seems so obvious to me that they just shouldn't be. No one should be in school for like months until like the yeah. rate is back down to it, the thing that would make the most sense would be to flip the school schedule so that school yeah. is like from fall through the summer and until. From like no, sorry, from spring through the summer until fall, and then stopping, mm -hmm. and you have three months off during the winter. Right, right. Doesn't that make more sense? Uh, yeah. I guess it. I mean, yeah. it would suck more, but it would be like during pandemic times we flip the school schedules, mm. maybe because you can't be outside. You can't have all the windows open or have class outside right now, and that would really help. Maybe school should only be for six months at a time. Why maybe do we school need school should really for nine only be until you're for like people until they're like you know, ten or twelve, and then they can work after that. You know, and they because like mm -hmm. with their little hands they can do lots of jobs. Yeah, they with their little hands. You know, bring it bringing back child labor. I mean, that's the thing that you can find any conservative pundit who will like, yeah, yeah, kids today don't know how to do shit. Do we need to get them involved in the skilled trades? No, anytime, I, should... anytime I say anything funny, like try to make a joke about bringing back child labor, I get, uh, everyone I know that's conservative is unironically like, yes. Yeah, there's already, I'm sure there's a Megan McArdle uh, column about, you know, what... What you might, what might you might not know about child yeah. labor? Well, that's an interesting thing about how you know how they're talking about how communism. Their calluses could help them jack off better. They know? were talking about how communism wants to like destroy the family or whatever. Yeah, I'll destroy the well, family. Well, the family has was at one point like destroyed by capitalism in the industrial era before the child labor laws. How you say? That how you because say how you, mean. you send your kids off to work in the factory when they're like six, yeah, like but in you're industrial still a England. So that at that point, capitalism had destroyed the family. Is that destroying the family, or is that making your family stronger? Because now you and your kid can bond over hating your boss. You think it makes the uh, the work you like the more worker solidarity within the family? Yeah, look at Tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit, which is I'm sure what every family was like in England. I'm mm. sure it was exactly like that. You know, so I would say that industrial capitalism actually strengthened. The bonds of family. 
Interesting. Well, we may be going back to sort of like factory style conditions um, with uh, in the country because so much of the jobs are becoming like Amazon warehousing um, mm-hmm. or doing stuff sitting like in a call center. So it's like large groups of people. Mm-hmm. I guess the service workers are, they don't have that, but service workers have taken a huge hit like percentage wise they make up less percent of the jobs now because of the pandemic so yeah they found ways to automate everything which is like i think maybe good because the service yeah. it's impossible for service workers to unionize because it's a million different individual companies yeah so if all well, those starbucks just unionized well that's because they're a huge chain um like oh you're saying like uh, you know in my town there's like 50 different independent restaurants Mm -hmm. and there's no way for all the waiters and waitresses there to unionize because they all work for like they be like like, they don't form a large enough a large enough bargaining unit for each individual company i mean they might in each restaurant but each restaurant it's like a, a union it's hard for a union to argue with 50 different bosses and make 50 different contracts. Uh, and each, which is why. Each restaurant would be, has different scenarios, like has isn't a there, different isn't working Isn't there thing. a food service workers union? Yeah, Pretty I think sure there is. A food there's a service union. workers union, but like it's, a, it's generally much easier to unionize large companies. And so... The United Food and Commercial Workers Union, Labor Union... What I'm trying to get at is that people losing their jobs at lots of restaurants and having to find work elsewhere may end up being good for the labor situation because they'll be maybe working. Yeah, now now they'll be working in Amazon factories. And Amazon is is unionizable. It has potential to to go that way. Whereas if everyone's working at 50 different restaurants, that's really hard. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is the issue with unions and, you know, why people point out unions aren't really, they're not really a communist thing. No. Like, they, they are a, their reaction to the power of the boss under capitalism. You know, you're still, a union is still a capitalist entity. Yeah, I mean, it's kind it's of just designed thing. to. They have that then in communism. So. I, it has, well, yeah, it has a collectivist idea, but it's not exactly like the state, you know, uh, it's not exactly like the, uh, you know what? I don't, I just don't need to register my opinion. I think they did the, they did the union things. Hmm? I think they did unions in, in yeah. Russia. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about USSR history. I don't know anything about how it works. I just think it would be nice. I just think it would be nice if I had a free lunch every now and then. It's all they need to give me is a free lunch and I'm mm. satisfied. Mm, nothing Some like nice a, Serrano ham. Like a a bag of sun chips and... A, a bag of sun chips. And a Diet Pepsi. A Diet Pepsi and a Granny Smith apple. Ma- a, Granny Smith, a, a, a turkey and Swiss on a white sub. Yeah, that's all you need is a free... I bet you could, if, if you got a free lunch every day from the government, that would go a long way of restoring people's faith. Just a turkey and Swiss dry on a sub... Mm. Yeah, just dry on a sub. It's delivered to your door every day, whether you want it or not. Um, you know yes. that that sub is going to appear on your doorstep. We're hiring millions of young people. Oh, the first lady is uh, making us add in steamed broccoli. Yeah. Thank you, but first you lady. You can take it off if yeah. you want. You can take you know? it. You can throw it away. It's you your to, sandwich. You, you can will do go what to you jail. Want. You will go to jail, citizen. You, you will go, go to, to jail if you throw away your steamed broccoli. Yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to. It's too, there is uh, obesity is really is a real problem in America. Imagine think, we uh, imagine we program the 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 um, AI cops that are robots now, yeah, to, to enforce dietary things as well as yeah, like the should... citizen eat your vegetables. Also, mm-hmm. stop resisting. Yes, this is the nightmare. <laughs> this is like this is like a Babylon B article. Yeah, this is what they would think. What are they... <laughs> You are the vegans have done it again. The vegans have their own Terminator. It's vegan Terminator. Yeah. That'd be good. You will, you will eat your vegetables, you fat piece of shit. Uh, he wouldn't be... They wouldn't be that guy. 
Arnold. We wouldn't be the Terminator. No, they would make him look like Arnold. They should bring the Arnold. The voice that I can do. They should bring Arnold back into the DC universe. I think that would save bring bring Mr. Freeze back. They should make him Mr. Freeze again. Make him Mr. Freeze movie. The Ice Age, yeah. Make a very tragic, gritty Mr. Freeze movie. It's four hours long. <laughs> four hour Mr. Freeze movie. Directed by Lars von Trier. It talks I, about how he's... <laughs> It's just a, it's just this four hours of Arnold Schwarzenegger being like like literally freezing. I'm freezing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm freezing. Freeze. I'm, I'm freezing. very cold. <laughs> I'm freezing in the ice. <laughs> uh, it would be Batman and Robin is a great movie. Yeah, it is. It's I. Is it possible to both ironically enjoy something and genuinely enjoy something at the same time? I mean, when it came out, I was just like, "Hell yeah, more Batman!" I'm I'm in favor of Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Batman. I love Batman. I I had Batman action figures. Yeah, that's how I knew. Well, I I think I loved Batman. Batman hooked me at an early age because of the wonderful animated series in the '90s. Yeah, you were a sucker for animation. Who doesn't love animation? I like animation. Uh, you can do anything. I like more. Can, you can kill a hooker. Ooh. I liked more um, real life. Kill two films. hookers. I liked what? all that. You liked all that. You, liked <laughs> you were all big, that. That was that was more realistic. That was more true to your. I like Keenan and Kel. That was my. Keenan and Kel were great. Yeah. I uh, love Good Burger. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. You should show mm-hmm. that to Zoe. Okay. And and warp minds. Right now we're working on gross motor skills. Nice. What do you mean gross motor skills? Uh, like rolling puking? rolling over okay why is that gross because of the definition of the word gross has multiple meanings are you familiar with all of them or do we have to get pedantic no no, no uh it's, are we gonna uh, get pedantic rolling over is not not that gross i thought you were talking about puking you were doing puking lessons with mm. so you think this gross. is a joke podcast this is a joke this is a <laughs> podcast for japes and jibes <laughs> Let's go back to this. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do this bit some more. Let's do this bit. That's what we're going to do some more. It's hard out so, here. It's hard, it's hard out here for a pimp. Yes. That's Oscar winning song it's by famous, famous Memphis based rap group, 3 Six Mafia. Yeah. Um, it is hard out here for a pimp. It is hard out here for a pimp. Yeah. We can confirm because we, we are sex traffickers. Uh,. Yeah, well, that's not what really what pimps do. They 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 do sex. Tra- I, I know, but no. you know it's uh, pimps it's tomato some, tomato. Pimps do some crazy things in the streets. Tomato tomato. I uh, got a couple of hoes working on the changes for me, but I pimp. Gotta, I gotta keep my game tight like Kobe on game pimp night. sex trafficker. What's like the difference? From a hoe, don't know no better. I know that ain't right. What I don't I don't understand why you're splitting hairs here. Done seen people killed. Done seen people deal. Done seen people live in poverty with no meals. It is. It's. It. That's all of these can apply to a sex trafficker. Yeah, it's fucked up where I live, but that's just how it is. It might be new don't, to you, but it's been like this for years. Don't diminish the experience of sex traffickers. With, with your pimp language, you think that just because you call yourself something else. You have one over us. You have nothing. Uh, what's you a less than excuse nothing. me? What's a snow bunny? A snow bunny? It's a white lady. Hmm. You didn't know snow bunny? Oh, I guess the, I guess by the context and the lyrics, I could have made. I got a snow bunny and a black girl too. So. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Well, isn't Hit, that context clues? Context you never heard of clues. snow bunny before? Uh, it'd be funny in twenty-five years at, at school when they're like, "We're analyzing Oscar-winning song." It's hard out here for a pimp. Now, Timmy, can you use context clues to figure out what snow bunny means? Yeah, exactly. Uh, means, it means a fat-ass white bitch. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Wow. Good, Timmy. Good, Timmy. You you in our lesbian school, in our bisexual trans-lesbian school, we yeah. award you a gold star for... Your interpretation of these hip-hop lyrics, yeah. which we have deemed as high culture, because we are the liberal left, we and are the you, editors of Wikipedia. And if, if you're an anti-masker, then it's a gold star of David. Right. Because exactly. what you're, if you don't wear a mask, it's like you're a Jew in World exactly. War II. 
And I feel bad for you because Joe Biden is going to take all the fucking anti-maskers and put them in a train and send them to Harry Gasman's not nice gas chamber. (laughs) No, those are are the worst gas chambers in town, you know. You know, and people ask us why you manufacture the bad gas chambers as well. And I tell them what I tell everybody. You got to eat, you know, you got to eat. Yeah. So the and, you know, the gas chambers, it's funny because they they scream for their masks as they they want gas masks, but they're anti-maskers. It's funny, you know, and to prevent them from dying and such. But, you know, they just go. They just die. This is what's going to happen. I I mean, sometimes sometimes you want them all to die. Right. You know, (laughs) sometimes sometimes you want these hindrances. I don't know who's talking there. I don't know who that was. Was that a character or were those my actual beliefs? Am I some sort of wacky eugenicist? You decide. You decide, audience. Um, you're a wacky eugenicist. Let's talk about the Joss Whedon article. Sure. This came out today. Speaking of wacky eugenics, uh, <laughs> yeah. That that's the only thing that could have produced uh Joss Whedon yeah. looks like if you shaved Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Okay. You remember that movie? No. Where where it's where John Lithgow gets a Bigfoot and then he's like, "Go! Oh. Get out of here! Okay. Nobody wants you! <laughs> get away, Harry!" <laughs> so heartbreaking. And the Bigfoot is like, brr, brr. <laughs> but he has to do it or else the government will get Harry. <laughs> Joss Whedon looks like a shaved one of the. He's he's an ugly man. He, he um, looks like. He which so he's the beast. He's um, the, he yeah, the beast from Beauty and the Beast was hot. You well, know, Joss no, Whedon I'm is saying, like. Well, then he's the is the the beast in Harry and the Hendersons is that Harry? Yeah, but okay. the the he yeah he looks like he looks like fat Bigfoot. He looks like fat foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is which I can say because I'm I'm fat foot. Yeah, uh, you, that's nice. I'm glad we can probably both say that. Yeah, yeah, our weights combined, you know, we're we're one obese guy, you know. Our weights combined, we might be two obese guys. We might be two <laughs> obese guys. <laughs> oh my, oh my. That's funny. <laughs> you cannot see us listeners, but we're, we're all, we're jabbing out all yeah, over. Yeah, my stomach is on my keyboard. I haven't yeah. seen my keyboard because my stomach. Mm-hmm. It's on it, and I don't have. I know I don't have a fat guy voice, but uh, what, what if we did the whole rest of the podcast in fat guy voices for Gas Whedon? Harry and the Hendersons is a funny movie to watch at school. Did you watch that movie at school? I think so. I think they were like time for time to learn something. <laughs> Schools are a disaster right now. <laughs> they they were always bad. So. Joss Whedon was in a was in an article, and he yeah, said there was that a big article. he said uh, the things they've been saying about me they just aren't true. I have a lot mm-hmm. of pain. I I come from a lot of pain. I have a lot mm-hmm. of pain. And I need to do a lot of work. I need to do a lot of work on my pain. But the I, what I said when I said that you're a fat bitch and you need to lose some weight it's coming from a place of inner pain. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, he he's he's a uh, he definitely does have a lot of pain. That's what we learned about him. Yeah, is that he is filled with pain. Filled but with he's pain. also a huge bitch. He's also yeah. a huge gay bitch. You know, I picture him wearing a little ascot and you know with a with a cigarette holder and you know going. They used to have stars back in the day, and now they just have crap. Maybe I'm doing him uh, more of a service than he is worthy of. But he he talks in this incredibly catty way, uh, this this very this grand dom style of I've seen it all, honey. You know I've written everything, like if Gore Vidal were like a, a fat piece of shit, mm-hmm. he would be Joss Whedon, and also like not clever or good, or you know interesting or unique. Yeah, he's but, the kind ah! of guy. He's the kind of guy who who's like you may have trouble understanding me because of the multisyllabic words that I am prone to use. Yeah. Oh, you're he's prone. Like, you're. Pr- I bet you're prone right now. You're prone. He's like boy. someone that if you're a teenager you'd think is smart, but then you know you you get a little older and then you realize the truly smart people 
uh, are are Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Scorsese and Fassbender and all. But no, no, I don't care. But um, yeah, uh, Joss Whedon, there's this Vulture article that's been making the rounds. People have been commenting on it. What's it called? The Undoing of Joss Whedon. By Lila Shapiro. It's a, it's a long but thorough... Uh, <laughs> Undertaking. Oh, Lila Shapiro, uh, she's fat. <laughs> the what? person who wrote the article is fat. Oh, I, no. As I say, there's bias here. Yeah, that's how, but that you can tell. <laughs> Maybe you think we're the first um, podcast to comment on the uh, the weight of the writer of the article of jo- about Joss Whedon? Could we? Do you think we could stir up the little we, controversy? We, we, should and stir up the, we should stir the pot stir, by making that the biggest the, thing. Yeah, the real thing that's interesting is why Joss Whedon. Didn't she, she, I'm looking anything. at a picture of her. She's not fat. She's, she's not huge. Fat. She's a whale. I mean, she's was, a gigantic this, fat piece. If of Joss shit. Whedon, Joss Whedon called Charisma Carpenter fat. Yeah, who that's is very funny. like? I don't know if you've seen her, but she's you would not. Skinny. You would not, uh, would not describe her, her as fat ever in any universe. Yeah, on the set of Angel, which is a very funny show to be very serious about. Is it's a great Angel. Angel, great show. You 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 watched Angel? You yeah, liked it's where Angel? the guy that played Pete in Mad Men got his start. Yeah, as Angel's son. Yeah, his his uh, weird and his son. It's basically his son is like. It's like a Jumanji kind of son. They like yeah, open a he's, portal. He was raised in the demon world. And his son jumps out and he's like, oh, 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 how did I get here? Yeah. And he's in the whole show. He's doing a Robin Williams impression. Yeah. That's what's oh, oh, I'm in this crazy angel world. Oh, he's a vampire, but he has a heart. Oh, Joss Whedon. He's being very mean to me. He's <laughs> calling me fat. He's saying my, my penis is very small. Oh, <laughs> why robin williams killed himself because joss whedon was okay to him. it's not robin williams it's the guy from it's vincent carthizer yeah. vincent carthizer who plays pete in mad men yeah uh yeah angel is in angel is a wackadoo show great show i watched that entire show freshman year of college yeah me too uh really <laughs> yeah we were doing the same thing we were we were both watching Angel at the same time, like our periods were syncing up, even though uh, we didn't really know each other. No, we didn't know each other freshman year. Yeah, yeah. So you were lampshade uh, head guy. I was lampshade head guy. In order to get attention, I would wear a lampshade and stand in the darkness in the middle of the night. Oh, and you got attention. I'm autistic. You got attention, yeah. all right. You were like, they were like, do you need therapy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a weird guy. Yeah, I'm still a you weird need to go guy. to the therapy. I guess you need to, this guy who just did lampshade guy therapy. I thought it was funny. Mm. People don't get my art. People don't get my art. So I, I found solace in by watching Angel, and by being amused by all of the wonderful subplots, like him having to sing karaoke. <laughs> That's so funny. Maybe if I put the lampshade on my penis, they will they will talk to me. People, people like. <laughs> I mean, that's how you know the penis is the life of the party if it's got a lampshade on it. Maybe if I put a lampshade on my dick. <laughs> uh, am I making you feel bad? I'm so sad. Are you sad right now? <laughs> so sad. <laughs> No. Maybe what if I put that lipstick no. on my nipples? No, it's very funny. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I run around with the big sign saying I'm a big fag in my ass. You know? Did you do that? You didn't do that. You know, that's what I. No, what I would do is, you know how they have those guns in movies that shoot bang instead mm-hmm. of actually shooting. That shoot it has a flag that says bang. What I would do is I would blow on my thumb and a flag would come out of my asshole and furl and say fag, and you know that's how I would get attention. Mm. And it, it it would also make a honking noise as well. And no, the lore that. is that you were lampshade guy until someone gave you a joint, and then you trans you transmogrified, transmogrified like, like, into normal man, and then you became I'm a normal, normal guy. No, then you now. became Jack Dump. And I, then now that was no Jack Dump is the lampshade man. Well, then I then I started wearing a cardboard box on my head. Ah, uh, yes, that was and that was when we began collaborating. Yeah, but that was a controlled. I, 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 that was not just 
I was not just lashing out in anger at the world like Lampshade Man. There was a, a specific purpose and clarity of vision. Artistic vision, exactly. Yes, exactly. To do awesome exactly. videos, often with a dildo. Yeah, because I had a dildo, so you had to incorporate and it. And you lived in... Dildos um, are funny. You were, you were, you were helping help, maybe the second or third wave of gentrifying Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. You pitched in, in the great project. Yeah, we did it, folks. We did it. We can get Roberta's anywhere now. Get mm-hmm. Roberta-style pizza anywhere. You love Roberta's, you fucking assholes. Is that where they got the tomato on the, on top of the cheese? Is that so, what... No, no. Roberta's is the one that has the non-like bread. Mm. It has it has bread that's similar to non, and so it's not usual, you know, puffy puffy pizza dough that I like so very much. I don't like I don't like the Roberta's pizza. I think it's not pizza. It's something different. You know that meme. It's like on it's Twitter? like a tomato non. You know that what? meme on Twitter that's like um, you see this haircut, mm-hmm. price of price of rent's going up. Mm-hmm. Ah uh, yeah yeah. Someone with that. someone with like a horrible mullet haircut, an Anna Kay style mullet haircut. I don't think she's got that haircut anymore. Then does she not have that haircut? I anymore? don't know. If you go to, I don't care. If you go to the subreddit, you can get pics. You can get the pics. Yeah, you can get the pics. Everybody likes the red scare girls. Everybody loves them. Although there, a, a very funny thing did happen recently with one of the red scare girls was Dasha arguing with Varg Vickerness. On Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> That's great. Why? It's, it's so funny how online Varg is. It takes away all of his mystique. <laughs> you see him liking photos of, of girls, of, of blonde women in babushkas. That's weird. I, oh, do no. you think Varg? We should get. We should collaborate with Varg to make the first uh, Swedish Hooters. Um, where is Hooters franchised? I'm gonna look up where. Uh, is because we have them in Canada. In fact, there's a very famous one. Oh, okay. So someone posted a pic of Dasha. It's saying reject modernity, embrace tradition, because she's wearing like a, a bonnet. Yeah. And Varg was like, tradition is not wearing a pound of makeup. And so Varg was, <laughs> Varg was like a catty bitch. And then Dasha says... He's what? just like Joss Whedon. He says, you're wearing too much makeup, honey. So then Dasha replies, why is this criminal disparaging me? And Varg replies, it is praiseworthy to do what is right, not what is lawful. And Dasha says, murder isn't right, you sick Scandinavian freak. <laughs> and Varg replies, well, I murdered, in quotes, a perverse communist who planned to knock me out with a shotgun, tie me to a tree in the forest, and torture me to death whilst filming it. I have no regrets whatsoever. Good riddance. P.S. I am still waiting for my diploma. I don't know what that part means. But he sounds like a total blonde, which is funny because that's what he's obsessed with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if that's how Varg talked, if he just talked in this Valley Girl voice. I think he I'm does. I'm so depressed. I'm so tired all the time. I'm just re- I'm going to read philosophum lyrics. <laughs> very, very funny. He, uh, I- he is the philosophem. I mean, he used to, <laughs> he used to be a bread, a bread tuber, basically. He used to, like... Be- <laughs> Seriously, That's funny he got kicked that. off YouTube, but he used to just do philosophy videos where he was like, the reason why um, the people with blue eyes are superior is because they can they can see very good close up in caves. And we're I'm like, oh, OK, that's why we're better. That's interesting, because because when we're not in caves, we can't see jack shit. Mm-hmm. But that is, you know, that's all the shit he talks about. When night falls, she cloaks the world in impenetrable darkness. A chill rises from the soil and contaminates the air. I guess I'm just... Uh, there's no differentiation between my my stereotypical gay voice and my stereotypical valley girl voice. Mm-hmm. What do valley girls sound like? A gag my weather span. I that, guess I, I'm referencing something which is very dated because nobody talks like that anymore. That was a... But everybody talked like that it, for a brief period so from cool. 1988 to 1993. It was so cool. The Valley Girl thing, the Valley Girl pheno- phenomena, 
Yeah. And that's when Varg was relevant, too. It's from 19, mm. the late 80s to the early 90s. That's that's his time to shine. It's Burzum's time to shine, baby. That's so funny. When night falls, she cloaks the world in impenetrable darkness. Are you Chill rises from the soil this and contaminates the air. Suddenly life has new meaning. Life has new meaning. Meaning. Yeah, these are Burzum lyrics, but that's I'm reading them like... I'm reading him like Liz hey man, from. You got to be careful. Cool According show. to Varg, Burzum is is the music of Burzum is a magical spell. Um, if you read his website, have you ever read it? Mm-hmm. No. It's it's interesting because he does have an interesting theory of music. So, um, what is what are Varg's interesting theories about music? Well, he thinks music is magic. Sure, but is he like in that chaos magic way where it's just repeating a word enough makes it in, into reality? Um, do you believe in magic? Uh, I believe the power of suggestion, do which I think a lot of people confuse magic? for magic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wasn't I, that? I did not call her fat. <laughs> for some reason, you just reminded me of the band Magic! Exclamation point in their song Rude. Just for some reason that popped into my head like a cultural tumor, mm. and now now the f- song is in my head. Why you gotta be so rude? The fucking Ooh. assholes. Ooh. They named their band Magic Ooh, that's with a an good exclamation name. point. What losers! That's a good name. It's it is a great name. That's more bands should have exclamation points. I had points a in real that. good name for a band. American accent. That's a, that's a pretty good name for a band. Yeah, I I've had my the the band name that I want that I have in my head for playing Dark Souls is Twin Humanities. <laughs> okay, I think it's a pretty cool name for a band. Twin Humanities. Know. What kind of music is that? We we'll play Dark Souls music. Dark Souls music. <laughs> we'll, play like, we'll play rock music about Dark Souls. Um, we'll talk about Dark Souls. American Orlando. I mean, Amer- American accent is like Tom Petty plus. Um, Probably just Tom Petty. <laughs> American accent sounds like a Midwest emo band. Sounds like a, mm. I guess I'm thinking of American football or something like that. They sound like it starts like she left me in a gutter pile. Pile. Yeah. I say it like that. Well, uh, did I talk on the show accent. about my the band name um, Finger Tapping at Five Guys? Finger tapping at Five Guys. Have I you did. talked about? I, I haven't remembered. Well, but. now I'm remembering. There's actually a band called Five Finger Death Punch, which is pretty similar. Right. So Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> that finger tapping at Five Guys. <laughs> it's. Imagine if we played a show. Those yeah. two bands, Five Finger Death Punch and Finger death Tapping punch at and Five Guys. Finger Tapping at Five Guys. Yeah. Ooh, that's a mouthful. Yeah. People what? would love it. It would be the Five Guys. It would be the Five Fingered. The five, five finger, finger guys bands. tour, the finger yeah, bands. The five finger bands. Yeah, we're playing at the fi- this at Finger Lakes. Is five, five, five. There was a Canadian band <laughs> called Finger Eleven, and they were very. There was a Canadian post rock band, not post rock. Uh, Canadian post grunge. band. I remember Finger Eleven. Called yeah. Finger Eleven. Did they break into the U.S. too? A little bit. Yeah, they had a hit. I remember because I was really into like alternative rock. I was, you know, I'd love, uh, I was one of two post grunge music. You liked Everclear? You're a big Everclear fan? I'm t- no, Everclear was, um, not. Puddle I of didn't. Mud. Puddle of Mud was fun. Did you take it all away? Man, Kurt Cobain really, everyone just tried to sound like Kurt Cobain for a while. Yeah. They all failed. Well, the Puddle of Mud guys did sound a lot like him. And everyone yeah. was mad at him. Wes Scanlon. He's had a few run-ins with the law. Did you but see recently um, the Smash Mouth Blackout Drunk video? No, there was a Smash Mouth Blackout Drunk video. Yeah, they, the, like, the lead singer for Smash Mouth was playing a show and he was blackout drunk and doing a really bad job. <laughs> and it's a very funny video. I suggest you search for it. I'm sure a lot of people commented under it, more like smashed mouth. Am I right, people? Yeah, He's drunk. His like... child died at an early age. Steve Ooh. Harwell's, Steve Harwell. Oh, really? How, what, what happened? Uh, I think it was, it might have been a pool thing. It might have been a disease. I'm going with disease. 
I'm going with heart failure. But yeah, he's lost a he lost a child. Okay, yeah, it's uh, Smash Mouth singer Steve Harwell threatens fan in wild concert video. It's from three months ago. Okay. Okay. Um, we, Why am I only now learning about this? I can I can put it on You're right now. You're supposed to bring these things to me. You're supposed to bring all Smash Mouth moves to me. Unintelligible speech. Uh, this is the TikTok video. You know that thing they do with TikTok <laughs> where they have a voice reading? The yeah, text I don't the like screen? it. I don't. The TikTok, I'm too old. I have aged out of it. I'm. It's. It's not for me. It's, it's, I don't understand the format. It bewilders and confuses me. And I Maybe we should take back adopt. the culture, man. Maybe we should take it back from these Zoomers. Yeah. How are we going to take back these goddamn the, Zoomers? How are we going to take back the culture? Uh, what we need to do is we need, uh, we need like, uh, I think we need Woodstock again. I think we need to do uh, millennial Woodstock. We need to make millennials feel okay about generation x again our big sisters and big brothers because right now millennials are obsessed with appealing to zoomers and really we should be obsessed with appealing to generation x and we should yeah. all wear flannel we should no, buy no we should we should dilute it with our culture there's everyone a, loves animal collective there's a pedal Here, it's animal collective there's a guitar for you, pedal you fucking bricks that everyone go out and buy this one special guitar pedal called the grunge pedal yeah and if you buy this pedal you will have happiness in your in your cultural output. There you go. Well, uh, I was reviewing actually my cultural tastes the other day, and they're firmly, they're like it doesn't really exceed past the '80s that much. Like I don't like most of my top albums don't come in the '90s, except the hip hop ones. Mm. Maybe the, I was born in the wrong generation. I should have been born. In a future generation, where yeah. they have invented future funk. Well, you don't like Radiohead, so... <laughs> I, I mean, don't like Radiohead. That's... A lot of people love Radiohead. They're very I think nice. they're simpering. I don't like music... I don't like music that's too... Um, I, don't, I don't know. What's the saddest music that I like? Or the most uh, performatively sad music? Uh... Not really a sad music intaker. I mean, Tiny Maybe Tim is is tragic. Yeah, there is a tragedy to Tiny Tim, but that's what I said. It's not performatively sad. Performatively, he's a yeah. big he's a big weird goofball. Uh, but uh, did I like the the Mount Erie album about his dead wife? Yeah. No. No. I I did like that album though, but it's not like it's not up there. That's a pretty sad album. That's I was so I was never sad. a Smiths listener. What's a what's a sad album? What's the saddest album that you read? You you like sad music. You're a fan of sad music. Mm. You like The Cure. Oh, I love The Cure. But they're they're not I guess they're pretty sad. I a think typo the saddest... negative is the saddest music I like. Like songs yeah. like Love You to Death and Everyone Dies. Yeah. That's great. You like Morphine. Morphine's pretty Yeah, they're not really sad. They're kind of they're kind of like, tough. Yeah, not quite sad. They they got a different vibe. They're cool. Morphine's just cool. Like like the and and I mean multiple versions of cool. Like the temperature cool, uh, yeah. and that's really the only two meanings. I guess cool is to be cool or cool. I think the saddest the saddest album that I regularly listen to is probably Pink Moon by Nick Drake. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think there's something, but that I would. It's not even sad. I would describe it as as scary. There's like a really scary. There's there's like a spookiness about that album. The haunting quality. Yeah, that's a uh, that's all time classic. Yeah, I love I love Nick Drake so much. I love that guy. Oh, you should check out John Martin. John Martin. Yeah, John Martin was doing? Nick Drake's good friend. Mm -hmm. And then he got really sad when Nick Drake died, so he started putting out sad music. There you go. So it's John Martin's, reaction. John Martin's best album is Grace and Danger. It's from 1980, and it's an amazing divorce album. Uh, mm -hmm. Highly, it's very sad. Highly recommended. Listen to I listened to it nonstop, music. and my dad broke his hip. <laughs> That's a good time to be sad. I was freaking out, man. I was working for a cable company. I was tearing my wrists up doing cable stuff. Bad times. <laughs> well. That was this week's weird-ass episode. Um, 
Like and subscribe to our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Fuck you. Definitely go on Instagram. That's uh, where we're at now. That's where that's all we do. That's where all the posts are happening. <laughs> that's where you get all our content there. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, next week, we may or may not be back. Um, what do you got to say? What are you, what are you doing this What are you doing well, this week? What are you doing do do this week? What are you going to do? You do anything? What, what are you, you going to do? You going to, like, go shopping? Gonna get more pizza rolls? Yeah. Really? Wait, are we, are, have we ended the show? No, we're still going. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs>